0: Ah, the iron lung. The use of respirators or mechanical ventilators is more common in veterinary medicine nowadays, although the prognosis is considerably worse as compared to human medicine. Most of the time, we implement positive pressure ventilation, what we'll now call PPV, for severe hypoxemia that isn't responding to oxygen therapy. In order to evaluate what the survival is for dogs that are ventilated for acute lower motor neuron disease, where we typically see death by hypoventilation, Reuter and all retrospectively evaluated 15 dogs from Tufts. On average, the median age of dogs ventilated was 7 years, with a range of 10 months to 12 years. These dogs were ventilated because they had severe hypoventilation from diseases like myasthenia gravis or polyradiculoneuritis. With these diseases, there's impairment to intercostal nerves, thus leading to severe hypoventilation. On presentation, all of these dogs had decreased muscle tone with some degree of tetraparesis or tetraplegia. In these dogs, positive pressure ventilation was initiated for several reasons, due to respiratory difficulty, evidence of hypoxemia, hypercarbia, or both hypoxemia and hypercarbia. The decision to ventilate was based on blood gas analysis, or what I call the 50-50 rule check out our podcast on to vent or not to vent, that is the question, for more information on what the 50-50 rule is and more on positive pressure ventilation. In this study, dogs underwent positive pressure ventilation for approximately 109 hours, about 4.5 days, with a range of almost five to 261 hours. Various anesthetic protocols and ventilator modes were used, And 9 out of 14 dogs had a temporary tracheostomy placed for ease of positive pressure ventilation. Unfortunately, many of these dogs developed complications either from their primary disease or from being ventilated, including ventilator-associated pneumonia or pneumothorax. The dogs that did develop pneumothorax, unfortunately, didn't survive to discharge. Six dogs were weaned from the ventilator. Of the eight dogs that did not survive to weaning, cardiopulmonary arrest occurred during ventilation in two, and six were euthanized due to failure to improve enough to allow weaning. Hypoventilation, requiring reinstitution of ventilation, recurred in two dogs following weaning, and both were euthanized. One dog died following weaning as a result of tracheostomy tube obstruction. Unfortunately, the overall survival was poor. Only three dogs survived to discharge with one of these dogs being euthanized 50 days later due to reoccurrence of clinical signs of Myasthenia gravis. Overall, surviving dogs tended to be younger, with a median age of 2 years and a range of 10 months to 8 years, than non-survivors, who had a median age of 9.4 years. But this difference wasn't statistically significant. There was no significant difference in duration of ventilation or hospitalization between survivors and non-survivors. This was a great retrospective study that describes the management and clinical course of dogs with lower motor neuron disease requiring mechanical ventilation. This article is important as it lets us clinicians be able to prognosticate for pet owners when their patient has such severe disease requiring positive pressure ventilation. The cons of this study are that it was retrospective in nature, so it was difficult to evaluate specific management recommendations, such as treatment and ventilator settings. Also, the sample size was really small, and there were a few non-survivors making statistical analysis difficult. Finally, a lot of these dogs were euthanized for failure to improve to the point that they could be weaned from ventilation within an owner-specific time frame. Keep in mind that with unlimited resources, longer-term ventilation may have changed the overall survival. In conclusion, regardless of underlying etiology, dogs with ventilatory failure due to lower motor neuron disease may require long-term, in other words, days to weeks of mechanical ventilation.